RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Already a couple of times we have had a chat with Dr. Alison Goodwin. Uh, first time was back at the end of June, and she was here telling us about an appeal, appealing her medical certificate suspension with the Medical Council of New Zealand. So you're going to have to remember back to the end of June for that. Then about mid-August, Alison was back with us on her win against the Medical Council of New Zealand. You can go back and check the uh, replay from the 18th of August for that. And Alison is now back with us with the latest chapter of this saga. Alison, welcome back to RCR. Hello, Paul. Nice to be back. Thank you. Okay. What's all this about the revoking of the infamous guidance statement by the Medical Council? I remember you telling us about this guidance statement, I think, in both of those chats we've had before. Infamous is probably the right word. So what what has happened to that now? Well, yes, this guidance statement that was issued to all doctors in April 2021 uh, appears to have been revoked by the Medical Council of New Zealand. Um, So one of our members was just looking for it to link to it the other day and noticed when it came up on the screen, it had a big red box with revoked in it um, across uh, across the statement and a little note at the top uh, that says in red, from the 13th of September 2023, Uh, the Medical Council of New Zealand no longer provide the guidance statement on COVID-19 vaccination and your professional responsibility as a current expectation for doctors. Oh, So, Why would they have done that, do you think? Well, I mean, that's a good question because doctors haven't been informed that this statement has been revoked. Um, Not as far as I've seen anyway. So I am, I have my practicing certificate. I'm with the medical council, so I should get their communications and I'm fellow of the College of GPs, so I get their communications. Uh, I have to say I've got a bit of a backlog of emails, but I generally uh, have a look through them and I haven't seen anything officially advising us that this statement has been revoked. Um, So they just seem to have quietly done that in September. And I, I mean, the timing's interesting because... Uh, as a group, NZDSOS have um, started a legal challenge about this guidance statement. Okay, um, well, against the medical council. So timing is definitely timings there then. Well, yes, yes. Our uh, our legal action was um, filed, I think, in early August, and then this has been revoked from mid September. So, so whether no, it's related, who knows? Who knows? But nothing's changed, surely, when it comes to to the medical council. Really, what what could have changed for them? apart from feeling threatened by maybe a legal move being made on them. But in terms of their thinking, how could anything well, have changed from their original thinking? I mean, I guess COVID is less of a thing now. And, I mean, I think everyone who is going to be vaccinated has probably been vaccinated. So, uh, I, I mean, the, the purpose of this guidance statement, uh, you know, from the Dental and Medical Council was – basically to make sure that doctors were promoting the vaccination, that they weren't giving out any negative messages against the vaccination. Um, But surely, um, philosophically for them, that that hasn't changed. They wouldn't want any negative messages any time, would they? Well, presumably not, but um, maybe doctors aren't going to be harassed if they do fulfil their responsibilities with informed consent and discuss you know, both the benefits, which is what we were told to discuss in that guidance statement, but, um, you know, now it would seem perhaps we're allowed to discuss the risks and the uncertainties and the alternatives. 
after the fact. Yeah, but you know, after you... most people have already um, had the vaccination with or without informed consent, you know, the vast majority of people without uh, adequate informed consent. Yeah, so something's changed in their thinking, and I'm just trying to work out what that could could be at any sort of significant level, apart from realising that you are on the wrong side of history and backing up the truck as fast as you can. Yes, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe you could ask the Medical Council well, to come on RCR and explain. I, I think I think we've already asked them once, and, it, and uh, I don't think we got any communication back, but actually that's a very good idea because they should be able to give us the full reasoning for that well, yes. change, shouldn't they? Well, you, you would hope so. And, I mean, it would be nice if they, you know, sent out an explanation to, to doctors as to, uh, you know, maybe just it's the pandemic's over and um, we don't need to worry about it anymore. And we've scared enough people. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Um, all right. So there's been no comms to you. Where, where does that leave where, where you were um, at with them? Because you had to put out disclaimers and say a particular script, if I remember rightly, every time you commented in era, any of your professional sort of area, does that mean you still have to do that? Or now that this thing is evaporated away, that's that's all gone? Well, it's not clear quite what the implications will be, particularly for, for those doctors that are still um, waiting to go through disciplinary tribunals related to this. Uh, you know, a number of us have already had our court cases or had disciplinary tribunals. Um, but, you know, there are still several doctors in the pipeline waiting for, for processes. So, yeah, it's not clear. We're, we're waiting to hear have from they heard? our lawyers. Have they heard, the, the ones who are waiting? Directly oh, I don't think, I don't think official, I don't think they've been told by the medical council that this is Wouldn't that be revoked. the first thing you did if you're the medical council? <laughs> well, you'd hope so. but If you're professional. Um, and um, operating. Well, if, it, if it's going to make a significant difference to their um, the challenges that the medical council is challenging the, the doctors, um, then yes, you would think that they would tell them that the that the statement had been revoked, and um, you know, and and explain what implications there were for their cases going forward. But I haven't seen or heard of anyone being advised and yes we're just waiting to find out what what the implications are for, for myself um i think i've got these conditions on my practicing certificate um so i don't think they've been removed i mean they're not i don't think they're automatically removed just because the statement has been um, revoked It'd be hard to justify continuing with them though wouldn't it well you'd hope so yes <laughs> You'd hope so. so. Well, you more than uh, hope so. You bloody well expect so, actually, yeah. if you're listening. Yes, yes. No, well, it's it's a work in progress, just, um, you know, questioning and finding out what, what the implications are. This is not um, the, the the kind of pattern of play of a professional organisation that, um, that holds itself up as, well, to the level it kind of sees itself. Is it? I mean, th this is amateur hour stuff, isn't it? Just quietly doing something after making such a big noise, putting people like yourself through the mill, and then just quietly just, mm, well, we'll just bury that one. Hopefully no one notices. Well, yes, it would be It would be nice to have um, clearer, more transparent communication about it. Um, That's a very short answer yeah. to a long question. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that there's only so much you can say on that. So what would you expect to see from the medical council now? Well, it, 
be nice to, you know, to have that publicly acknowledged that they have have revoked it, and then perhaps an explanation for why it's revoked, and an explanation for what that means, uh, you know, for all doctors, but particularly the doctors that are still under investigation. Because presumably, if a similar situation develops, let's say there's another killer strain of COVID, and there's another safe and effective vaccine, do they reset? to where they were before again, do they? I mean, they seem to be as inconsistent as that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we just have to wait and see. Um, ho- hopefully there won't be another pandemic, though. Um... Well, they seem to know that there is one because <laughs> people like Ashley Bloomfield keep saying when the next one comes. Yes. Yes, yes. Well, we don't. Um, yeah, whether a, a similar statement was issued again or whether a stronger statement potentially could be issued again. Who knows? But, um, yes, hopefully we might get a bit of clarity on on what it means. But, yeah, I'm not holding my breath. Okay. Um, just a, as a general question, um, it seems that a uh, few people have come down with COVID again, some quite badly. Have you um, detected in, in what the medical community is saying, if there's been another wave of it go through? Do we know? Uh, I haven't got any specific information Um on that or on numbers or anything. I mean, usually if there's another wave, even if it's a little minor blip, we've got Michael Baker telling us about it. Uh, I haven't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. haven't specifically seen him advising of the latest he? wave. Yeah, maybe they're all keeping a little, in terms of profile, as low as possible at the moment. Okay, so, well, th- this is interesting. And um, so what we need to know is um, how do they get to revoking that? What does it mean? Well, legacy for people like you, because really – I'm kind of thinking there should be some sort of public apology to you and others, because if this was such a serious thing, uh, it wouldn't have just disappeared. It would still be top and centre of of um, of how they operate at the moment. You'd think. Well, yes, yes, but look, I won't be holding my breath. No, for I know that. you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> I'm just hoping some of them are listening, and I'm telling them what to do. Apologise, okay. And then there are the ones who are still sort of waiting to hear about the the disciplinary action against them. They're kind of up in the air, right, at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yes, yes. I mean, we're particularly waiting on um, the outcome of Dr. Peter Kennedy's case, which was heard in April uh, with the disciplinary tribunal because he went to great lengths to, uh, you know, to lay the science out on the table. Um, And there was a bit of a a scientific exchange between the medical council's uh, experts and um, Dr. Kennedy with his uh, expert knowledge. And so, yeah, we're sort of over six months later waiting to find out, you know, what happened with with that case. The the expert scientific evidence up against him, how expert – was that how, how how did that come across well i wasn't there i didn't see it or or hear it um i, I went and listened to the teacher's case how's in wellington been, which was the same time how's it been described you know uh well yes a challenge of opinion i mean i i'd say having listened to peter i would say he you know he's really done the research he has dug in deep he knew what he was talking about uh the medical council's expert was an infectious diseases expert um I think, um, but yes, reports are that his evidence wasn't as as good as Peter's. But yes, I wasn't there to um, to see for myself. So you'd think, uh, given the effort that he went to, he he deserves some sort of significant response, right? 
Well, yes, yes, and and a sooner response. I mean, to drag a result out. Normally, my understanding is that those disciplinary tribunals, they hear the case during the week, and on the Friday at the end of the week, they tell the <laughs> practitioner what's happened, How long you know, what the April? outcome is and, and that. And now we're six months down the track. And well, that tells you everything we need to know, doesn't it? Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking. Well, it's obviously not not cut and dried that Peter's uh, was spreading misinformation if they've taken this long to decide about it. Yeah, well, it's not the end of the week, is it? Or the weekend. And no. then, uh, <laughs> it's uh, months and months later. Okay, well, that's really interesting. So just to, to double confirm, the guidance statement has been revoked. And did they do a graphic? Clearly showing that it, it had been revoked. Did you say it, like? Well, it yes, been... it's got a it's got a big red box with red revoked written across it, uh, and then a little statement in red at the top saying that it's um, you know, it's no longer their current expectation for doctors. Okay, job done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, I mean, as I said, doctors won't know that it's been revoked, but I would hope that would allow doctors to feel that probably won't, but ideally it should allow doctors to feel freer to actually discuss uh, the pros and cons of uh, vaccination um, rather than just the supposed pros. Yeah. Do you um, still have to say that um, that statement or that disclaimer? Do you still have to say that? Is that part of what you have to do still? Uh, well, yes, in theory, I, I should actually have probably well, just, said that. Do it at the end. <laughs> this is a mark of disrespect for them. I'm saying that, not you. Right, I'll just... By having um, the flag at half-mast. I shall just need to find my uh, oh, disclaimer. Okay. Yeah. Your compelled speech, yep. Um, yes, I didn't have it sort of lined up and ready to go. I want a good presentation. I, I want to... <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't put me on the spot. Hold on. Um, Tell it to me. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to find it now. That well, I'm okay, let's just it. ignore it because it obviously isn't worth anything that is written on. So, Well, no, basically I've got to say that um, I'm not providing the Ministry of Health's point of view. I'm providing my own point of view and uh, my opinion and my um, information, although this isn't really medical information, but anyway, my medical information is in the supposed or in the presumed minority um, and it's not what the majority of medical practitioners think. Um, and so it's my own opinion. It's not sort of the – it's not the consensus opinion. What I've The consensus. <laughs> yeah, that, that big consensus. All right, Alison, nice to get that update. And um, we'll follow this one, um, the, the next uh, – well, The know, next instalment. Yeah, I, everything seems like a soap opera, that multi, multiple episode soap operas these days. So why not this one as well? The next episode, the next instalment. Yeah, well, yes, well, the next instalment should come from the Medical Council. So, yes, I'd encourage you to reach out to them and um, ask them to come and have a chat to you. Someone in, in there might have been written out of the plot. You know how they kill off characters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on, Alison, and we'll talk again. Great, thanks, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.